Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu's Scenario Shooting Party by Jonathan Mosedale Okay, so part two of the shooting party uh, It is <clears throat> the late on the evening of 30 November 1928 Somebody want to catch us up on the events of the day? There's a lot. Um, Go ahead. Yep. Uh, we were invited by Oliver Plunkett for a weekend of grass shooting at his country estate, the High Cane House. And uh, it was purchased in pretty rough shape, um, originally purchased by the family in the 17th century. Uh, not by the family, yeah, sorry, and then bought more recently by the Plunkett family. Um, and uh, we went out a hunting and a betting on a hunt, and we had an average day of hunting grasses, not the best. Um, and then as we were packing up for the day, uh, basically the, was it two guys, I think it was, um, dressed in historical clothing and having muskets, um, step out from the woods and raise their guns to attack us. We dealt them justice swiftly and defended ourselves and uh, and took them down. Now, the weapons and clothing looked legit, well used, and looked like it was from the 1700s. We then headed back to the house, and as we approached the bridge, there were six people on the bridge. Three of them raised rifles and pointed at our bus. Um, stopped the bus. Um, just as the front windshield shatters from the fire, three musket shots. Um, when smoke clears, the men have gone. We floor and speed across the bridge and get into the house. Um, after searching around on the bridge and finding those footprints or anything. Um, and then that evening, we used to sit in the drawing room. Um, Oliver's sister joined us, and um, and Oliver was off uh, making a phone call um, to the police about the two guys. Um, uh, Waterford goes around and basically checks the house is sealed up. Um, and Montford uh, wanders in and joins him in the um, uh, library afterwards. And when I'm looking for a French book, um, I find next to a book a note. Um, we consider we continue to read, and then we have. Uh, um, we go we go to dinner um, where we talk more about the house and then afterwards we go back to the drawing room for drinks um, talking about ghosts um, and then we get a disturbing visitor so Godfrey Haskins, um, 
the house and we turn around and look out the window and we see we see a face looking in an ugly face and then we cry out and so Godfrey disappears and then Oliver walks in and that's where we left it, the retiring to bed for some of us anyway. Uh, that sounds about right. <clears throat> so I believe, yes, some of you were um, going to stay up in the library and some in the drawing room. <clears throat> I believe for the sake of yeah, convenience, uh, Mr. Cecil and uh, Mr. Waterford uh, will claim they want to stay up and then uh, make their excuses as being very tired and retire to their bedrooms, respectively. Mr. Mr. Uh, Monford, what is your plan for the evening, for the night? Staying, staying up in the um, drawing room. Okay. Mr. Nichols? I think the um, the drawing room as well. The library is where we saw the um, apparition of the night before, right? Holcomb or... No, the drawing room. The drawing... Oh, the, this is where we were when he came. Yeah. And we saw the face. Eesh. I suppose I'd prefer the library, but I, uh, while I claim to be brave enough to stay up the night to see if anything's going on, I don't think I'm brave enough to wander off by myself. So I think I'd probably stay in the uh, drawing room with uh, uh, Sheridan Momford. Yeah, and I'll make sure I'm going to have my um, 38 automatic. Um, on me. And Mr. Bulworth. I will also be in the drawing room. Uh, I'll make sure that I have my 45 revolver nearby. And I'll be sitting there talking and staying awake and drinking. So, yeah. Um, that's a good con check. I made that. I'll stay awake for a little while, at least. Fair enough. <clears throat> um, the night passes. Time rolls around. Time rolls along. Midnight chimes. I mean, large clock somewhere deep in the house. You can hear the tones kind of echoing softly the night is dark and still as you sit and look at each other and perhaps occasionally get up to stretch your legs and move about listen rolls lots of the rolls let's see how listen did you say i did uh, Nichols can't hear anything. That's a regular success for Mr. Bullworth. And that would be a regular success for the Major. Uh, so, uh, Major Monford and Mr. Bullworth, um, a little bit after midnight, perhaps 1230, you're not sure that the half hour has chimed yet, but I guess it's closing in on that as you're sitting there in, in the quiet. 
Um, you hear what sounds like a door open and shut. Probably okay. the door next to the drawing room, the door to the library. Okay. Go, and you can hear what sounds around. like books be, being moved around a moment later. All right. Well, uh, let's go check it out. Burst into the library. I was like, who's making all that ruckus in the air? Uh, Mr. Nichols, are you going with them? Yes, sorry, I was on mute. I had a little trouble. Um, yes, I think, uh, let's go. Uh, what, what? Noise, you say? Let's go. <clears throat> okay, fair enough. Um, you enter the library uh, to see a man who you don't recognize. Uh, he is wearing dark clothes, probably period clothing, but kind of all dark and, and leathers and very kind of not he's not rough looking but they are certainly you know they're not a fancy dress right this is more of a utility clothing when you say period dress do you mean 20s period or like the 1600s type period uh like the 17th century again yeah gotcha yes uh you may all make spot hidden rolls Ah, Spot hidden. hidden, you say? Aha! What I'm looking for, but uh, sure what's that, Cecil? Good. You roused yourself from sleep to join us. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I make I spot. You heard oh, someone Jesus. rummaging the library and had to come down to defend it. <laughs> uh, that's a fail for me. Uh, fair enough. As you enter the room, the man turns. Uh, those of you who passed the spot hidden roll uh, notice in the folds of his uh, jacket, uh, he is wearing a cross. Uh, and you you notice it because it's not you know just like a dainty little pendant, but it's a really kind of large, heavy iron cross with some scroll work in it and um, very kind of large and fancy. Uh, he is. He has a rapier at one at uh, one hip, and a flintlock pistol at the other hip. And he turns around and he looks at you. Uh, Where is he? Where is Sir Godfrey? Where is the master of this house? Uh, he he's not here anymore. Mr. Fawcett, you, 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 I presume? You just missed him. I'm reaching for my gun at this point. Uh, reaching quickly or reaching slowly? Slyly. Slyly, I believe there was a... Yeah. Mon Monford is slyly and Bullworth is quickly. Is that what I heard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, make a dex roll, Mr. Bullworth. Okay. Nope. 
Um, okay, yeah, so uh, Mr. Monfort, you're kind of slowly going for your gun. Mr. Bullworth, you grab your gun out, and as you do, uh, the man levels his flintlock pistol at you as well. Great. Mexican standoff. What manner of weapon is that? Put it down. Um, it's just like yours, but newer. I'll point mine at his. And he kind of waves. Now the... we've got an American police standoff. <laughs> uh, he he turns he turns the gun to Mister Monford and you know kind of back to Mister Bullworth. I'm not interested. I'm not here for you. I'm here for Sir Godfrey. Tell me where he is. He is not here. Don't he you remember? Gone. You got him already. He looks at you briefly. He kind of squints his eyes. What year is this? It is 1928. He looks around. This room has not changed much. Has he been here? Has he made has, has he made it? He was trying to escape. Is he here? You said he was here. No, we saw no. him brief We saw him briefly, but he disappeared. Why are you here? How did you get here? I am quite certain I do not know. Some of Sir Godfrey's evil magic, no doubt. Well, we we read that you had um, led a search of his grounds to find him and uh, prosecute him for his witchcraft. Is there any... That is what I am um, doing right now, sir. Oh, well. Um, I can assure you that he's not here now. Um, so have you guys but come completely... Maybe if you could tell us which places you've already looked on the grounds, we might be able to help you. I've looked extensively outside. I'm just starting to search the house. As are my men. Have you guys come completely into the room, or are you all kind of blocking up the doorway? I'm at the door. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go in if I'm talking to him. Are you in league with Sir Godfrey? Guests of his? Friends? Acquaintances? What is your relationship with the man? We have nothing oh. to do with the man. Right. We're guests of the man who owns the manor now in the current time. He came here to hunt this weekend. Okay. 
you realize Sir Godfrey has been dead for hundreds of years. Have you? He kind of shakes his head. Don't know what evil sorcery he is. <clears throat> he is playing at. But I will put an end to it. Yeah, it he start, are you, you actually? He start. He starts trying to. Uh, I'm he, gonna. I'm gonna try and touch him before he tries to do anything. Keep away from me. He puts. Just, he, he points I, the the pistol back on you. I'll I'll put my pistol down with my you know put it back and I'll kind of hold my hand down and say I'll just I'm. Mr. Bulwark. <laughs> Let us work together. We 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 both yeah. want Sir Godfrey gone. And the sooner we get rid of him, the sooner uh, the current owner can uh, peacefully enjoy this property. Yes? How do I know you are not in league with him? Well, you don't, but you'll have to trust us. But how do we know? Yeah. Uh, how do we know that we can trust you? We're both do taking we... a leap of faith here. There is no leap of faith on your part. I am a loyal servant of the church. No, that's not what Mr. Haskins Right. Said the person who appeared in the house that we've never seen before. By purely non-magical means. Bulwart says, dripping with sarcasm. Did they have that in the 1700s? Sarcasm? <laughs> <laughs> Richie, don't <laughs> aggravate the nice man. Look, look, look. That's a good question. I'm trying to help, but he doesn't want to be helped by us. <laughs> Understand that too. Your 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 men uh, outside they they fired on us. Look, we we don't want that. Okay, let's 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 work together. We'll put down our weapons. You put down yours. How does that sound? Uh, that sounds like a persuade rule coming. I would love to persuade. Uh, but with my skill of 10, I think that is uh, highly unlikely. Unless I roll an 09. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> well, that worked out. You are, circumstances, perhaps. You are very believable. I'm... I'm, I'm stood there in my nightgown, you know, with uh, no weapon around. <laughs> just like a candlestick and a nightcap, and you're just like, I do say, sir. How <laughs> rude. Psychology rolls, please. Oh, dear. No, that's also a 10. Uh, no. I rolled a zero. crazy. Oh. I, 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 hard to pick. So there's no there's no question that Mr. Cecil was being was being genuine, or at least sounded like he was being genuine. Um, and you know, by and large, you guys know that you're you're telling the truth. And but as you're looking at uh, this gentleman, his eyes are just kind of wild. He doesn't look mm -hmm. like he's inclined to believe or trust anyone. 
And as so he's, he's as he's holding his pistol on Mr. Bullworth, and Mr. Bullworth is kind of slowly trying to, you've put down your pistol and you're trying to approach, and I just want to touch you. <laughs> <laughs> just pulling out my hand to shake his hand. He cocks I mean, creepy, the creepy, but in like a in a in a gentlemanly kind of way. He cocks the flintlock. The pistol. I will stop. I've got my eye going straight down my gun on at the moment. And he will kind of train the gun. He will train the pistol kind of variously on on each of you and start moving around the room, uh, you know, circling back towards the door. Back off. Let me out of here. No, you will stay here. No, no, no. no. You're you're free to go. Absolutely. (laughs) Let him go. Major. Damn it. How are you going to leave? We'll let you, but how are you going to leave? By walking out that door, sir. Let's let's move away from the door. Come on, let's do what the nice man with the gun says. Yep. Yep. He levels the pistol at Mr. Monford. We're back to our standoff. <laughs> Step out of the way, sir. Oh, he will step backwards slowly, keeping his gun trained on him, keeping him in sight, but stepping back so that he can slowly walk out the door. So you're going, so you're backing your way out of the room? I'm back into the hallway, yeah. Okay. Um, With my gun. Yep. He will follow you out of the room into the hallway. (laughs) Gun trained on you kind of back around and look in, look into the drawing room and then step into the drawing room. See, Major, that wasn't so hard, was it? Look, let's, let's just try and figure out what he wants and maybe we can help him to get what he wants and then he'll disappear. That's how these things work, right? And Unfinished business and all that. Mr. Monford, you can make a sand roll. Um, let's see. I can't see anything. This one, just there, isn't it? I made it. Yep, yep, I made it. Yep, no loss then. Uh, but as you step into the drawing room, it is empty. <sighs> Put the gun back. Uh, he seems he has gone. Why is everyone around here so determined to shoot everyone? Because they're determined to shoot us first. Ugh. I'm a military man. If somebody points a gun at me, I'm going to point a gun back. These are ghosts, goddammit, man. You can't fight them with bullets. Are you sure he's a ghost? No, but what else could it be? Well, ghosts are left. I've never met a bloody ghost before, have you? Jim, while they're arguing, (laughs) was there any corporeal signs of him not being a ghost? Like, my. Uh, like muddy, like f- muddy footprints, 
Yeah, scratches eat. from his shoes. Like, the smell you know, of black powder hanging in the air. Right. Yes. Right. I would like to, if look? I could go in the drawing room, kind of start looking around for like, frantically around the walls to see if there's any other way out. Kind of thing, like secret doors or whatever. Crazy stuff that old houses are known to have. Uh, you may make a spot hidden roll, sir. Sure. I'm going to step out the front doors with a lantern and have a look outside. That's a normal success. Uh, no. Other okay. than the windows and the door, no other way out of the drawing room. Gotcha. Uh, Mr. Monford, a spot hidden roll? But you know, um, it's a normal success. Uh, you see nothing of interest in particular. And Mr. Bulworth, uh, spot hidden roll. Okay. Uh, 58 is, I think, just going to be a regular. Okay. Uh, so yeah, as you you know, you're looking for your physical traces. You know, you can still kind of smell, you know, the 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 tang of of black powder in the air, um, and there are very clear, you know, heavy muddy footprints uh, on the carpet in the library where the man was standing and walking. And you can follow those kind of back out of the library into the hall, right? So you can kind of see where he walked out of the library and into the drawing room. You can see where he walked into the library, but then the footprints just kind of start like right in the middle of the hallway. Okay. They stop? They start. Oh, so he was back tracing to where he began. And then they, and then, you know, if you follow them, right, so if you follow them, they, st so if you follow them start to end, right, they just kind of start in the middle of the hallway, into the library, around the library, out the library, into the drawing room, and then they just end. Right. Right, gentlemen, what are we going to do? We have an infestation of ghosts. What, do, do, salt? Do we, do we scatter salt everywhere, or, or uh, uh, well, Holy water. The first things Look, first. Let's yeah, wake I, up Hannah and have her clean this mess up. The first two <laughs> lots of ghosts were stopped by bullets, weren't they? Right, right. So, so salt on our bullets. What? What? Well, I don't think they're ghosts because remember, we walked up to the bodies. We could touch them. We could feel them, and they had actually shot at us. I mean, the second lot shot out, shot out our window. Uh, def definitely With ghost. Look, look, they, they appear and disappear, that's, that's, that's a ghost. Or something kept in through time. I mean... That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, and and <laughs> Cecil's going to Cecil's going to head to the to the kitchen to try and find salt. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna head with Cecil because I think I think if I could probably jam a bunch of salt in the end of, my, in the end of one of the shotguns. And it seems like a good idea, so why not? Cecil is uh, a very good stupid. Idea. Man, I might actually, um, I might grab myself a shotgun, um, and load a shotgun, and basically check all the windows and doors and look out through the windows and doors again from the ground floor. Okay. Um, make sure that things are locked up tight. Still. Uh, Okay, so let's do that first. So we'll go ahead and make another spot hidden roll, Mr. Montford. Uh, zero one. Has um has has uh Mr. Plunkett um surfaced throughout all any of this? As far as you know, he is still asleep in his room. <sighs> so yes, Mr. Montford, you are certainly able to go around. All the windows are locked and sealed shut. Everything is quiet and secure uh mr cecil and mr bulworth we're headed to the kitchen for salt yes okay you can certainly <clears throat> do that so i mean you would know that in a large house like this there's kind of the immediate kitchen mm -hmm. right um which is on there it is um right which is kind of back off the reception hall through the doors right and then there's kind of a a secondary you know that's kind of like the preparatory kitchen and then there's mm -hmm. like the the main hard work kitchen Okay. <laughs> Out behind it, which is where the kind of the serv the servants' quarters are and and stuff. But yeah, in the preparatory kitchen, uh, you can certainly find some salt. Oh well, I'm gonna. I, I, is it like a salt shaker or a big like uh, vessel full of salt? I mean, uh, there are a number of uh, very nice, uh, ornate silver salt shakers, uh, right. as well as you know just kind of a large earthenware jug of salt. Oh, silver's, silver's good. Nice. Sil silver, silver fights ghosts, right? Yes. I, I thought that was vampires. I just, I did, or werewolves. I, I, not, I haven't done a lot of science fiction reading. There, Cecil. But I think the salt here, yeah, I'm going to start to just load some into both barrels of my shotgun. Fair enough. Mr. Nichols. Yes. Uh, Nichols went back into the library and um, was sort of looking at those sketches of the house on the wall and uh, thinking about uh, how the servants and rear, servants' quarters and rear of the house were... Um, in ruins in some of the sketches and how we've only seen the ghosts in the front of the house. He's going to, what is the rear of the house? I'm trying to look at the map there. Is it just past that? Uh, uh, actually, that's just past the library and reception hall. Is there an area kind of behind there, the garden room and all that? Would that be the rear? Yep. Rear wing of the house? That would be. 
Okay. There's a breakfast room, a kitchen, utility. So yeah, he'll kind of go back to that rear portion, kind of uh, just poke around in the newer part of the house a little bit, just to, uh, so he's been looking all around the front part, and that's where the ghosts mm -hmm. have been. Just curious to see if there's anything different back there. Sure. So you know, kind of headed through the, headed through that area. Um, you know, you kind of pass by the kitchen there and see uh, Mr. Cecil and and Mr. Bulworth. <laughs> pouring salt into their, pouring salt into Mr. <laughs> Bulworth's shotgun and uh, Mr. Yeah, Cecil scattering it around the windows and yeah. uh, Mr. Cecil admiring some of the uh, the silver tableware, mm -hmm. <laughs> considering it as uh, its use as, as a weapon, and uh, presumably you kind of head back past that you know past that into the um, the next kind of wing there. Uh, where the uh, the the working kitchen is, and the uh, you know, there's stairs leading down to what you would guess is uh, some kind of cellar, probably a wine cellar if it's under the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You can kind of look out back in there, you know, servants' quarters out back there. Okay. Yeah, um, kitchen cellar, that's down those steps, I guess. Um, yep. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, again, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, the guests are only in the front of the house for now. Is there a reason? Is whatever. He just kind of just looks around and kind of wonders, maybe gazes out the window occasionally. Idea roll? Idea roll. Uh, that's going to do it. Let me see how well it's going to do it. Um, that's a normal success. Okay. Uh, so yeah, having seen the sketches, right, so this part of the house was certainly, um, you know, in ruins, and you, know, you can kind of tell just looking about it is a bit newer than the front portion of the house. Uh, but you would guess that if those sketches are accurate, you know, in having seen and you know perhaps participated you know to some extent in restoration of your own manner or or whatever you know mm -hmm. that certainly the the buildings or this you know the 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 room and wall and ceiling and you know the the house part of this wing is probably newer but you know there's no reason to believe it wouldn't have been built upon the original foundation Ah, that's true. That's true. I guess I'm wondering if there's a reason why the rear of the house was in ruin and not the front. Was the front like made of stone and the rear wood? Is it sitting on top of something and it was more important to destroy it by the witch hunter or whatever? Like I said, I can just kind of sit back there in my thoughts a little bit. Unless you have an answer for those things. Uh, not that you can see from above ground. Mm-hmm. You know what? With that thought, I will go down the stairs to the cellar part. That's back there a little bit. Um, so sure, uh, there is uh, a wine cellar. You you know, make your way down, and it is uh, a wine cellar. And there are some large barrels and you know bottles of wine. Um, it looks 
like the cellar is actually a lot, or at one point was a lot larger than it is now. And it, you know, kind of extending um, back and, and out. Uh, but it's completely sealed off by rubble. So not a wall, but, you know, like the the a large portion of the cellar collapsed at some point. Huh. Okay. Gotcha. And the part that is still there is in use at this time. It's just, yep. like you said, no wall, just rubble. Correct. Interesting. Okay. Just poking around for a minute. I'll uh, wander back up the stairs. Tell those guys if they... Um, if they are nearby and want to hear. Uh, as you walk back up the stairs and make your way back towards the kitchen, you hear a woman screaming. Oh, God. From behind me? Behind the rubble? <laughs> From the cellar. From the you cellar? you just left. Yes. Okay. <laughs> back here! <laughs> I'll yell to everyone. Hopefully they can hear me. and Open the door to the cellar. So if we hear of well go running. I'll go Yes. I'll go running as well. The question is, do you hear? <laughs> uh well they certainly hear you if no one <laughs> Mr. Nichols if I oh, good, if nothing good. else. <laughs> I was afraid I had traveled back to the seventeenth century for uh yes, as you as you you know, as you approach the door to the cellar you can hear a woman sobbing, crying, wailing down below. I will throw the door open. Down the cellar! Make your way down and you find... Are there lights, by the way? I guess that's important. Yes. Okay. Not a, not a whole lot of light, but yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, at least one naked bulb hanging gotcha. from the ceiling, swaying back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Low wattage, many shadows. In the center of the wine cellar is a woman. You recognize her. She is the maid, Meryl Hosworthy. She her she is in a she's wearing a nightgown. The nightgown is absolutely covered in blood. She's blood on her face, blood on her hands. And she is kind of sitting sort of on the ground, rocking back and forth, her hands over her face, sobbing. My God, Miss Houseworthy, are you all right? Walk up to her. He took, he took Henry, and he killed Henry. What? What are you talking about? Calm down, calm down. It's all right. Which, which way did he go? And she, she gestures towards the, uh, the collapsed portion of the cellar. <coughs> it, I'll go start looking around there. Bulworth, do, do you have that? Do you have that flask? Give the woman a, a nip of courage. 
He took both of us. We were we were cleaning. We we were cleaning, and then, and then we were in bed, and then he came, and he he took us, and he 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 was he wanted to know about about the owner. I don't understand. And then he killed Henry, and and I ran, and I, Henry's dead, and he she just kind of completely breaks down. I was just in here. How did you how did you get here? There's no other way into this room. I I, I ran from there. And she gestures back <laughs> towards the collapsed part of the uh, cellar. Henry is her husband the butler, right? That is correct. Okay. Do you have any psychology, Mr. Nichols? I would say probably the base. Oh, you may roll your psychology. No, actually, I have quite a bit of psychology. That's required in the courtroom. forgot about that. I have 60 in psychology. And that is a, I'm glad I do, because that is a normal pass at the 54. Um, She believes what she's saying. She, I mean... You know, she is very clearly distraught. You know, this is this is not an act. The blood is real. You know, she is she um, is absolutely terrified. She is also her mind is is going, if not already gone. Um, okay. I head over to the collapse section. I want to check it. Is it is this like a new newly collapsed or is it old? Uh, you may make some sort of construction engineering role, or geology, natural world, or idea. It has to be idea, I think. Unfortunately, um, um, the idea is based on intelligence. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Eleven. Um, so that's uh, a hard success. Uh, this oh, is a, this is an old collapse. This is not recent. Is there a way? I think there is to kind of talk her out of uh, talk her down using psychology, or that have to be psychoanalysis. 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 So I got nothing slap except her. I can tell she's she's going. That's what you do with a hysterical woman. Slap her. Slap her. Yeah, could I use an interpersonal type uh, skill? Uh, you can try, I suppose. Let's see. That's what I have. Not very charming. Apparently, I am only intimidating. I guess that's what's good <laughs> in court. <laughs> so I will stand up, stare down at her, and say, Pull yourself together, woman. We need to know your, your, your husband's life may depend upon it. Uh, yeah, that doesn't really help a whole lot. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> you hear footsteps on the uh, stairs coming down behind you, and turning, uh, you can see both Oliver and Susan, and Oliver kind of cries out, My God, what's happened? And Susan rushes up to uh, to Beryl and kind of gathers her up and says, Oh, my dear, what, is, what has happened? Come, come, let me, let me get you cleaned up. Let it, come, come. And, uh, Susan kind of helps Beryl to her feet, and the the two of them, and, and helps her kind of stagger up the stairs. Oliver, which room do they 
live in? I mean, where's Henry? She says that her husband's been killed. Well, they have the oh. uh, they they have the the main servants' quarters just upstairs there. And he kind of points up and you know through the ceiling. What's behind this wall, check. man? The um, the the older part of the cellar. It's been collapsed since uh, at least the 17th century, if not before. It just never felt. Uh, I never felt that it was worth trying to dig it out. It was considered too dangerous. There's some way around um, to it. She kept gesturing as if her husband had been taken behind those rocks. And I know for a fact no one was here just a moment before. Not that I'm aware of. I'm going to check the um, bedroom to see if Henry's in that bedroom. Uh, you may do so. You can kind of head back upstairs. And... <clears throat> out the door and into the servants' quarter and into the servants' quarters, which is the kind of bedroom and living room, bathroom to the left there as you go out the back. Um, the it is the bedroom is empty. The bed has been slept in. Okay. Oh, but there's no going. I had back down going. Henry is missing. He is definitely missing. Well, this is just getting worse and worse. Especially if the police will be here in the morning and Mr. Plunkett is nowhere to be found. Would it be possible to move some of those rocks by hand, or are they all... I mean, they've been there for many years, so I imagine they're probably all very big, and like the man said, there's a lot of them. Uh, you can try, uh, but I believe there was a very successful idea roll uh, a bit ago that uh, you would also know that that's, that's a fool's errand. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, it will just continue to collapse if you try to. Yeah, this yeah to, to try to get through there is a, is a major engineering or demolitions effort. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Not, you're not just going to kind of casually toss some rocks out of your way. Right, right. This is business. We saw that man force it tonight. Talking to Oliver. He turned up in the library. I wonder if the library has any old maps of the estate before it was now, or maybe like back in that time. You, ha you have the sketches. The sketches. Yeah. That's it, though. Yeah. Or you, you, I mean, you don't have them, but you've seen them, right? They're, they are prominently displayed. What was the question? What were you thinking, Max? Trying to see if maybe there's any disused, old, overgrown back entrances to that area. Mm, a way to get in there. Maybe from the outside. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering again about this room. I mean, she's not a ghost. You know, the ghost, if it was a ghost, disappeared on us, but 
I was just in this room and she suddenly showed up here. I'm going to, I'm going to give it the same business. I gave the drawing room crazily going around the walls and looking for some type of uh, secret passage or some such empty wine, giant wine barrel, something spotting the hidden, spotting the hidden things. Let's see. Rolling the dice. Coming up with a fail. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. That old tower, what's that useful now? The tower, you say. Hmm. And what would it be useful? Um, how about a history roll? Uh, no, 72, uh, that's not going to make it. So did, did I, did I miss something or do we now think that the owner is missing as well? No, the owner's not missing. It's the, um, the, uh, what's it called? The butler. Right. Uh, the, the so, butler. Is it him yes, Oliver oh, is with you. Uh, Susan has taken Beryl upstairs. Okay. And the butler's the butler Harry or Henry? Henry. Henry. Missing. Uh, Oliver, what, what what is going on here? This your place is infested with ghosts. Um, they can do what. Um, the poor lass is covered in blood. I don't think it's just ghosts. And where's her husband gone? I'm going to throw handfuls of salt over the major, just to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else. Sorry, it tickled me. <laughs> it's like a wedding, only it's not rice, it's salt. <laughs> um so who was asking about the tower me monford okay major sorry yes major monford um did you make your history roll no okay Fortunately. well you i mean you know having kind of seen it out the windows and as you first came up to the house and having seen the the drawings um, the the tower that's there now is very clearly not the tower that was there in the 17th century. Okay. Uh, make um, no, you don't even need to do that. Um, you know, you would know that they are the, you know, the tower that's there now is intended as a, a decorative, just kind of an outdoor garden room built as a tower just to yep. be kind of interesting an architectural farm oh, okay. yep. uh, from yep. from the sketches what the original tower was and what it was used for uh, you have no clue well I think I'm going to investigate this tower I know it's not the same one but maybe there's a 
know why I'm a Nathan Cow because sometimes I had to sell aluminum. Or bolt holes. Who's up, who's game for investigating a tower? I look everywhere else, but <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come with you. I'll, I'll come with you. Okay. I would like okay. to continue berating our good host. <laughs> Since I have remembered I am an intimidating lawyer, I want to... Uh... <laughs> He's going to do the pants off. Yes, um, yes, yes. I, I want to. A man's life is at stake. Oliver, there must be something you can tell us. You've lived here for years, that type of thing. We're going to head out and head to the tower. Okay, so Major Monford and... Who was going with him? Uh, Roger. Mr. Bullworth. Okay. So, um, okay. So, Mr. Nichols, yeah, you kind of berate Oliver for a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. He doesn't really know anything, anything more. You can make his psychology roll if you want. Sure. Which is a very good success. He is honest in his ignorance. Honest in his ignorance. Mr. Cecil, what are you up to? Still going to sue him. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back into the um the library and um and say uh Godfrey, Godfrey, are you there? Uh, there is no answer. Uh, then I'll try and talk to. Um, oh, who was the other guy? Hawthorne. Nathaniel. Yes, yes. Hawthorne. Hawthorne, are you there? Or Fawcett. Fawcett. Fawcett yes. Sorry. <laughs> Nathaniel Hawthorne. Nathaniel Hawthorne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Um, just changed to a totally different kind of game. <laughs> <laughs> Would you make a spot hidden roll, sir? Uh, no. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> oh, can't even push it. Um, <laughs> you can spend some luck on it. Um, that is true. Um, you could figure out a way to push it. If we all well, the trouble is, I don't, I don't know that I failed it. So, um, oh, you're saying? I, I mean, if I, if I thought I got the hint of something, maybe I would. Well, you could push it in danger somehow by, but yeah. you could push it, succeed, and find out there was nothing to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fine, I'll spend some luck. Okay. I'll spend 12 points of luck. What's the point of luck in a one-shot? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, the point is to be spent. Um, so, yes, so, I mean, you know when Nathaniel was here, when you met him here, uh, he was, he had been heard kind of rummaging around the books. Um, and... Uh, you notice that there, one of the books is dropped kind of right where he was standing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and you would guess it was, you know, kind of the last one that he was looking at before okay. he was interrupted. I'll pick it up. Uh, it is a journal. It is a handwritten journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you speak Dutch by chance? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, do you speak German? Shall we just make this easy and say I don't speak any languages <laughs> apart from the one I'm currently talking? Fair enough. We can say that. Um, would you care to make an idea roll? Uh, I can try. Uh, and I fail. Not a very clever man. Okay, so never mind. <laughs> um, all right, well, I will pick the book up. Does it have any pictures in it? Uh, yes, it has a number of sketches. Okay, well, I can take a look at those. Uh, what do they depict? Uh, they appear to depict... Uh, constellations, and perhaps a tower, and various sigils and signs. Like the tower on this property, or? Uh, if you compare it to the sketches of the um, the older sketches, uh, yes, you would be willing to believe that it is similar, if not the same tower. Hmm. Hmm. Well, this looks interesting. I know the mage's interested in the tower. Hmm. Let us move out to Mr. Monford and Mr. Bullworth to approach the. Folly, known as the Summer House. Uh, it is a small tower, uh, kind of built on a on a mound. The mound itself is about six feet high, so you kind of have to walk up, you know, the slope of the mound a little bit to get to uh, a door leading into what is the uh, room or the, you know, the tower room. The door is locked. There are a couple windows around the circumference of the tower. I'll go check the windows, see if any of them are unlocked. Uh, luck roll. A uh, group luck roll? Uh, a sub-party luck roll? Sure, why not? Mine's at 45. Uh, mine's 47, so you go ahead and roll it, Gary. Okay. I'm on a roll. Uh, yes. One of the windows is apparently left unlocked. Push it open. Find me. We're able to do so. It is dark inside. 
I've got a lantern. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, Mr. Bulworth? Mr. Monford slips inside, left standing outside. I'll, I'll follow behind him since he's the one with the light, and uh, I'll have my forty-five drawn. And Mr. Bulworth, as as you start, as you, you know, as Mr. as Monford kind of climbs inside, uh, you feel that you're starting to be hit with a couple raindrops. It's starting to rain. Well, isn't that just the perfect topping for the night? The two of you climb inside and, and look around. So this is very clearly a um, a uh, you know a summer house, a, a summer room, you know, not a a place of leisure, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a a painter's easel on one side of the room. Uh, the floors are covered with uh, brightly woven rugs. Uh, near the easel, there are you know various painter supplies, paint and brushes and, and palette and that sort of thing. Uh, there are a stack of there is a stack of paintings against one side of the wall and a painting uh, on the easel. There's a small wood burning stove in the center of the room for heat. Uh, on the other side of the room from the easel, there is a desk uh, with a folio and some papers upon it. I want to look under the rugs. I want to see if there's like uh, a yeah a door or something like that. You know, that or something that can be lifted up and go underneath underground. Uh, you may do so. There is not. Um, I'm going to look through the paintings that are stacked up against the wall. Uh, the paintings. Most of them are uh, nature scenes. Right, you know, kind of trees and, and hillside and sunny days and, you know, some pieces of the house. Uh, the one that particularly strikes your, or takes, you know, your notice, however, uh, is the one that's on the easel, which is, you know, not, perhaps not complete, but, you know, is, uh, is a fair long ways away around. And it, I mean, it's, you know, very clearly a, a current work, right? Um, you know, a work in progress. And it is also very clearly a portrait of Sir Godfrey. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Why would he be painting? Who are all the paintings by? Is there a signature? Um, there is, well, not a signature, but a, a monogram. Make an idea okay. roll. Twenty-five will do it. SP. SP. That's the system. Susan. Yes. Maybe we should go talk to her. Indeed. 
Okay, let's head that back out. Head. <clears throat> the only Hello? The only Call of Cthulhu investigators ever to ignore a stack of papers. <laughs> oh, love it! I didn't. I don't remember a stack of papers being in. I didn't remember anything so I actually. I thought it was a stack of paintings, a painting yeah. on the easel, and uh, this pipe and, is on the. And, op and opposite that, a desk with a with a folio and a stack of papers. Uh, okay, we'll be looking at those before we leave. <laughs> yeah, we'll look at those before we leave. <laughs> Best part I, I would I would love pause. to play a scenario where where we all just ignore all the clues and don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> we have done that, I'm sure. But... So like most scenarios we play. <laughs> yeah, normally we investigate the clues. Time, we still have yeah. no idea what to do, but uh... this time it would be willful. <laughs> Not ignorance. Uh, just take the, pick up the papers, throw them directly into the fire, and uh... yeah. <laughs> the best part of that whole moment was where Jim just waited and waited and waited so incredulously. <laughs> you really? You could ignore the papers? Uh, so yes, the uh, the folio um, is a bunch of notes and drawings. Uh, they appear to be astronomical or astrological in nature. Um can make a natural world navigation or a cult. Let's see if I can do any of those things. Well, how about the six? No, no. Oh, nope. Yeah, I make my natural world. I can make an occult world if I need to. Um, yeah, six success on natural world. Okay. Uh, so Major Monford, you can kind of, you know, looking through, um, sorry, why don't you guys make a history roll as well? Nope. Uh, definitely not. Okay. Um, so Miss uh, Major Monford, so looking through the, the notes and, you know, kind of the, the diagrams and the, uh, the equations, You know, sketches of various constellations and stuff. Uh, it looks like most of these notes refer to a specific um, astronomical alignment. Uh, okay. One which will, one which, uh, according to the notes, uh, will happen on the night of the of the thirty first of November, nineteen twenty eight. So tomorrow night. That is correct. Uh, there is also a letter. Takes your notice. I'll give this to you. Whoops. All right, let's give me a moment. 
Browse folders. Friday. This week. Somebody would like to read that out. I'll give it a shot. My dear Sir Godfrey, master of my soul, ooh, fellow sufferer of the cruelty of fate, your words gave me such hope that the same magics that can save you from your terrible foe might also unite me with my beloved and long-lost Charles? What joy! I look forward to your imminent arrival in great trepidation, but also, at long last, with hope. I thank God that fate has brought us together in our mutual hour of need, separated though we may be by so many centuries. I will await you here in this place where you first appeared to me at the appointed hour when the stars are right and Venus is just risen. Oh dear God. <sighs> Master of my soul. That's disturbing. This is very... It sounds like Susan is dealing with some... Um, something unnatural. We should speak with Oliver about this. The rain outside is getting heavier. Okay, climb back out through the window and rush back to the house. And I'll take this piece of paper with us. Yep. Uh, okay. And look for Oliver. Uh, the rain is coming down in sheets at this point. Um, it only takes you a couple minutes to rush back to the house, but by the time you do, you are soaked through. Ugh. Dry off. Go stand next to the fire for a minute. Get dry off and then and find Oliver. I'll, if if you come into the library, I'll um yeah give you the found this book. It's full of stars or something. Mm. Well, have a read of this strange foreign. Uh, so Cecil will read the note and stare blankly back. What what, and, what does that mean? And <laughs> who, who's this? What's all this Making paintings out in the um. Who's who's been paintings. making paintings? Susan, the sister, and one of the paintings she's working on currently is so Godfrey. A portrait of so Godfrey. Do you think she's possessed by the ghost? I wonder she went away with Beryl 
I, hmm. So I imagine Sir Oliver would have left us by this point. We've all trumped back to the library. Is that the case, or is he with us still, Jim? Uh, no, he is. He is left. He is left. Also, there was information about a constellation and an alignment, and that alignment is due tomorrow night. Astrological alignment, which will occur tomorrow night. I don't think Oliver knows anything about this. I've questioned the man thoroughly. He would have wilted under my countering or my withering <laughs> cross-examination. <laughs> but let's uh, let's go have a word with Susan, I think. Pretty sure that was a direct examination, not a cross-examination. Yeah, yeah. I got a little, uh, <laughs> got a little carried away, a little sidetracked. Is, with is he really a lawyer? <laughs> or does he just play one on TV? <laughs> Does anyone else speak Dutch or German? I speak French. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah, quite was... the same thing. That's something. <laughs> Seems like I'm the only person who took a different language. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, what are you guys up to? Um, we're looking for Susan. Yes, I guess we'll have to bump up to her bedroom. Although, since she has Beryl with her, perhaps we should do it without making such a ruckus. Not so much, really, you know, like tiptoeing, sneaking along the walls and all that. It's just being sort of quiet. Um... And I want to grab Oliver as well, because Oliver should know what's going on. I don't I don't think he knows anything. I just... I have no idea what's going on. Yes. I'm just... Even less than I do. <laughs> She's been consorting with sorcerers from the past. Sounds that way. I think Oliver would be inclined to be protective of his sister at first. I think it's best we confront her alone. Do we know okay. where the bedroom is? Probably, right? Upstairs? Yeah. Yep. That's not a concern. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> you... Uh... As a, you, as a group, make your way upstairs, <laughs> down the hallway, to what you know is the door to her bedroom. Do we hear her talking to Beryl on the other side of the door? You do not. Hmm. Knock on the door? Yes, who is it? Susan. It's Go ahead. Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cecil, Mr. Nichols? Yes, yes. Are you are you in there? Uh, just just one moment, gentlemen. A moment passes. Another moment passes. Are you are you are you decent? Uh, there's just one moment, please. 
Okay. Another moment passes. Is there anything that we can hear now? There are an awful lot of layers to put on, you understand? Yes, yes. Uh, there is a click, and the door opens, and there is Susan in her dressing gown. Susan, I was wondering if we might have a word with you, perhaps about the that ugly business this this evening. I know you had a, uh, a chat with Beryl. Oh yes, uh, she is she is quite distraught. I, I put her I put her to bed in one of the guest rooms, uh, just just there. I, I, would ask that you not disturb her, though. She is quite upset. Yes, but no, perhaps... we wish to talk with you. Oh, yeah, perhaps we could, we could come in. That way we wouldn't wake up the whole house. I beg your pardon, Mr. Nichols? I look over her shoulder to see if I see anyone or anything or evidence of someone else. You do not. I will not have a man in my room. Could well, you even suggest such can a thing? We ask, can we ask you something? What do you know about Sir Godfrey? Do we really have to discuss this now? Can it wait until morning? It's been a long can I, I, would like, I would like to get, at least get a little more sleep. Can I roll some psychology on the Sir Godfrey mention to see what type of reaction she gave? If okay. anything? Excellent. That is going to be a normal success. Uh, she is tired. <laughs> you know, it, it has been a bit of a, an, an exciting night. Uh, right. She is being completely honest about, you know, can we talk about this in the morning, please? Uh, but she also definitely recognized the name. And, you know, is more than happy to put off talking about it. She just happens to have a very good I excuse as well. Thank we need to talk about this now, especially with the alignment, astrological alignment tomorrow night. Oh. What are you planning on doing? <laughs> Laying it all on the table. <laughs> I'm just that blunt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right at the major. Very well, Major. Please, please allow me to get dressed. I will meet you in the drawing room in a few minutes. Okay. She closes the door. I'm tempted to stay and listen. Yeah, if you want to stay, Godfrey in there right now. What? 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 What have the stars got to do with this again? Yeah, I say we just wait for her to be ready to come down <laughs> I get the and then go down her. with her. Yeah, I think so. So we're just going to wait out here. Paul's <laughs> <until she's down. laughs> standing outside her door. She's probably like waiting for us to, to hear the sounds um, of our footsteps. <laughs> there is an alignment, astrological alignment happening tomorrow night. Gonna unite these two, and that has something to do with the ghosts. Probably got well. Probably got something. She's been communicating with Sir Godfrey. So. With the stars. Well, 
this is all this is all I, very confusing. You understand that? It is very confusing. That's why I want to get. I need a drink. Yeah. Perhaps we should. Perhaps we should gather the woman barrel as well. Oh, she she said not to disturb her. Not so sure I want to do anything she tells us to do at this point. What do you I'll, um, I'll, 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 I'll knock on the door. Are you, are you, everything okay in there, Susan? Uh, the door opens. Susan is now dressed. She looks, you know, she's still, she's disheveled. She is, she's certainly not at her best, but she's at least reasonably presentable. Really, gentlemen, waiting inside, waiting in the hallway, have you lost all sense of decorum? There were, there were ghosts down there. <laughs> Seems prudent to to people stick from together. Turning up. Indeed. She she starts walking down the hallway, and we follow and head down. Did 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 the ghost take the butler? I'm quite certain. I don't know what happened to poor Henry. We 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 saw we saw um Godfrey as well. He and the other one. You may not know, but you probably have a guess, don't you, dear? A, a guess as to what, Mister Nichols? I'm trying to lead the witness here, see if I can get her to to draw her out to talk about the uh, <clears throat> the butler's kidnapping. Can I make a roll about that, or? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, that's a thirty-five. Again. Oh, are you trying to bring your husband back using magic? <laughs> <laughs> I am hoping that Sir Godfrey will be able to. Yes. Oh, oh Lord Jesus. And that's why all these ghosts are here, right? Because it hasn't worked bringing your husband back, but you've succeeded in bringing back these ghosts. I have done nothing. Madam, really, there's gentlemen, one thing... you do not understand. Sir no, Godfrey... we really don't. Sir Godfrey is a great man. He is being hounded and hunted by that, that evil Nathaniel... He is simply trying to escape to our time. Once he is able yeah, to no, do no, so, the, then he will Nathaniel, be able to bring Nathaniel Richard wasn't back. wasn't very nice to us, actually, so you, you might be right there. He seemed he seemed a little all not there, there in the head. He was, yeah. If I may direct your attention to this piece of evidence here, this thing we found, I have a quick question about one very important line. My dear Sir Godfrey, I hold the letter up. Master of my soul. What did you mean by that exactly? He holds he holds the key to my hopes and dreams of being reunited with Richard. If Sir Godfrey can find a way to come from his time to this, then certainly he can bring my my beloved Richard back. And what a lost butler between friends, is that it? 
I am sure you can bring the butler back too. I had nothing to do with with whatever it was that happened to Henry. No, and I'm quite certain. I'm quite certain Sir Godfrey didn't either. He is a great and kind man. Also, it's not just Sir Godfrey coming here. Fawcett's been here as well, and he's an in. Fawcett's been. You've seen him. We've spoken to him. Oh, he—he's the one. He's the one to look out for. He is an evil and cruel man, hunting and persecuting Sir Godfrey. So, so well, if if he if he was I... here, then he's the one who probably killed poor Henry. Thing is that Sir Godfrey, you're saying that Sir Godfrey is using something to transport himself through time and somehow it's letting these other people slip through but I have to ask you he's a witch hunter and the Godfrey seems to be using some sort of magic isn't that his job come now gentlemen you've heard the stories of the witch hunters the the evil of persecution, all the hangings and, and violence they perpetrated. It may have been in the name of the church, but you know as well as I do that it was it was all it was all just for their own evil ends. She makes a very good point. <laughs> she, she, come on, she's not going to lie to us. Look at her. She's right, so Cecil. pretty. But what, how exactly does Sir Godfrey... Natural. Sorry. Go on. I was just trying to ask her directly. How exactly... What exactly have you promised to do for Sir Godfrey? How exactly does he plan to enact his plan? I, I I don't understand at all. I, I just know that I have to be in the summer house at a certain time tomorrow evening. What time is it? Uh, 7 p.m. And what to say that Fawcett and his gang aren't coming across as well. Well, given that Sir Godfrey is trying to escape them, I can... I would certainly hope he's not bringing them with him. Well, they've already been coming across at this stage. Yes, we've already seen... But but, but, but not fully, oh. right? So, so we need to wait until well, the stars no. are right. Come on, well, keep up. Temporarily. They've been coming here temporarily. I mean, we did shoot two of them out on the field. Mm. So they have actually been here, but it seems like it's only actual periods of time. Sounds like this Godfrey fellow is trying to make it more permanent. Okay, so so Susan, what 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 do we do to help you? I I don't I, 
I don't know. I, I simply need to be in the summer house tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. And 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 you can ask Mr. Godfrey to 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 sort this all out for us, because I'm sure everything would be fine. Yes, of course. Are you completely unconcerned about Henry? Poor Henry. And you can bring you Henry back. You, you, you say you can bring back the dead, can't he? So, uh, was he, wasn't he the one who took Henry? Who? Sir Godfrey. I'm, I what makes you think that? I said, there's no way that Sir Godfrey yes, is a that's great what man. Beryl he, said. He would, uh, that's actually not what Beryl said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was throwing that out there. Did, did, didn't, she said a man took yeah. her, took Henry, right? Yes. But I, I guess probably, her description sounds. dreadful Fawcett fella. Yes, of course, it, right. it had to have been. So Godfrey would never do such a thing. We asked, we asked Reginald. if we could help him, and, and he didn't want anything to do with us, so he's, he's clearly, Reginald, he's clearly can you, evil. Can, Reginald, can you go and get Oliver? I think he needs to know about this. I believe you, Susan. You seem like a trustworthy person. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Cecil. Very kind. Reginald? I think now that... Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I will head off and fetch the master of the house. Okay. Go back upstairs, past Susan's bedroom, knock on Oliver's door... A moment later, bleary-eyed and looking rather sleepy, he, uh, in his dressing gown, opens the door. Uh, Mr. Bulworth, what, what is it? Well, I say something has developed. Um, if you wouldn't mind getting dressed, uh, and then we'll go downstairs. I, there's some things that you need to hear. Quite important. Uh, uh, certainly, Mr. Polworth. I'll, I'll be there in a few minutes. He closes his door. And I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll maintain our practice of uh, waiting outside of the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few minutes later, the door opens, and uh, Mr. Polworth, uh, thank you for escorting me, I suppose. Yes. And I've got, like, a glass of scotch in the left hand and then my forty-five revolver in the other hand. <clears throat> the dawn light is starting to break outside. It is still just absolutely sheeting down rain. Doesn't look like the police will get here, does it? The wind is blowing. You can hear occasional thunder in the distance. Those bodies would be quite messy out there in the, the wilds. And Oliver follows you back downstairs. S Susan, can I get you a drink? I believe Susan oh. has some things she'd like to tell you. She hasn't been entirely, your sister hasn't been entirely forthright. I beg your pardon, Mr. Nichols. I've told you everything. Yes, but have you told Oliver before this? appear to be in keeping secrets. 
It is a sister's prerogative to keep secrets where her husband is concerned. Well, especially when he's trying to make this place a profitable business and bring guests in and you're scaring them away? Entirely unintentional, sir. While you're summoning the dead people from long ago in hopes of bringing your husband back to life? Cecil is going to stand in front of Susan and say, look, this is, this is quite ungentlemanly. The, the, the poor lady is, is simply trying to, 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 to bring back a dead husband. What's, what's, what's wrong with that? Wouldn't you try and bring back a loved one? And, and you're hounding her about it. This is... It is unnatural. Be careful, sir, before I demand satisfaction. I'm standing there with a shotgun in my arm. Now, this is a gentlemanly <laughs> conversation. Thank you, Mr. Cecil. Your support means with the world to me. It is terribly unnatural. sorry. I thought I, I, thought bring... I knew these people. <laughs> bring, bringing people back from the dead is unnatural. What would happen if we just all popped back and brought everybody who died in the war back? Well, it would hey? be wonderful, wouldn't it? Uh, no, we'd end up with another bloody people, war. People don't come back, Cecil. You know that. How was Oliver taking all this? But what if they could, though? They don't come from the past into the present either, but they are, so why not from the past before he was killed into the present as well? Who's to say what's possible and what's not possible? You know, we're, we're living in an age of scientific progress and, and wondrous machines. What's, what's to say this isn't something that could happen just because it hasn't happened before? And Oliver is just kind of stunned listening to the conversation. Doesn't know what to make of it. I'll pass Oliver in a note. Your sister has been dealing with we, 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 we stopped to watch past. the major write a letter <laughs> no, I, no, I passed him the note from the Susan's night oh mm. that would, it would be funnier the other way though Sir, Sir Godfrey is, <laughs> this is the man that I've been seeing And they, they have a little conversation about, you know, yes, this is the man that you've been seeing. And uh, this explains everything. No, you're not crazy. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> um, Oliver seems inclined to believe her, though. You know? I mean, it's 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 his, it's his brother she's hoping to bring back, right? So, you know, was, this this seems like a good idea. This is wrong, but... Think of, think of the repercussions. You can bring good people back, yes, but what about this witch finder person? It's also bringing terrible people back that should stay dead. Well, then we should well, make sure that he has that's to come the case. This whole business is unnatural. There are two men that were shot dead yesterday afternoon. <laughs> One has been kidnapped and apparently whisked through the corridors of time. How can anyone agree and, to such to support such things? And who was it that shot them dead, Mr. Nichols? 
Yes, well. <laughs> they were quite threatening. <laughs> yes, the only people that have been the only people well, I've seen kill anyone this this past couple of days has been you lot. Well, if you intend to go through with this, I intend to be there, loaded to bear, and if any of these people make any sign of indication being evil or bad or bad intention, then who I, made you I'll judge, jury, and executioner? Oh who no! Says you no, get no. to decide who gets to live. If someone attacks us, I'll be there to make sure they don't do it again. And so will I. This is madness. Can't allow this to happen, Mr. Oliver, ben, Mr. Bullworth, Major Monfort. Thank you for your support. Who said that? Oliver did. Security team. Who's he? Right. Oliver, these 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 people want to cause harm to your family. No, we're going to make sure that nothing happens to anybody. <laughs> I don't trust them. They've 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 they've, they've been entirely especially too this, happy these, these last few days. Well, especially with this witch finder running around. This if this witch finder is going to come back, and as you say, he is so evil, then him and his men may appear. Well, I guess we can we can we can only hope that. Uh, this Sir Godfrey knows what he's doing. If something does go wrong, then uh, Major Monford and Mr. Bullworth will be there to deal with it. Seems like the this seems like the best possible situation. I'll be there to keep an eye on these two. <laughs> <laughs> what say you, Mr. Waterford? We all look to him. <laughs> he, 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 he pours himself another scotch and. Uh... <laughs> I should point out that, that that Cecil is strength eighty, size eighty-five. Just to get um, that mental image in your head. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm only He's... Do you, do you lift, guy. bro? <laughs> I'm only 50-50, but I am carrying a shotgun. Yes, well, I am as well. Strength 70, size 60. Not quite Cecil, that's for sure. We're all size each other. <laughs> Since we're doing that... Yes, it's a size 40, strength 45 for a little old Nichols. His bark is much louder than his bite. He will storm off to the library at some point. Tend to look for books that can stop this proceedings, perhaps some journals. If only you spoke German or Dutch. If only. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you didn't hint at that when we created our characters. <laughs> well, how about, how, how about, is there a, a German or Dutch 
uh, dictionary slash translation <laughs> guide. Oh, there we are. Nice. Beginner's Guide oh, to German. Oh, do you speak German? Yes. German occult workings, yes. Uh, Susan does speak Dutch. Uh, Susan speaks Dutch. Susan, can you have a look at this for us? Um, Susan's probably already seen those books. Yeah, because she's totally going to tell us how to stop the ritual. That's yeah. exactly what she's going <laughs> to translate for us. This is what, this is what, is it, sorry, is, let me get this straight. This is the book that Fawcett was looking at. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell them. This, this the, when Fawcett appeared, he seemed very interested in this book. So, um, why would Fawcett be interested in this book, Susan? I don't know anything about Fawcett. I'm certain, other than <laughs> that he's a horrible, evil man. How would I know? Maybe, maybe this book has some some clue to what he was he was up to. We could use it against him. And she is able to make some translation for you. As such. Someone wants to give that a readout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Susan, you should read it. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, for that, you can read it. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, excerpts from Notes About Time. Dutch text circa 1600. The bridge can only reach to a time when the stars are correctly aligned so as to complement and complete the alignment at the time of leaving. Only so can Tawil al-Umr, guide and teacher of the bridge, accompany he who summons him to the destined place. He will reveal the true reality of his being, and to him must the sacrifices be made at each end of the bridge. Al-Soth Alf, as the heathen say, Al-Soth is the bridge and the guide. In annotated comments, Master Vesuvio notes that such summons can greatly disrupt the true order of things, as the streams of time become troubled and confused around the beginning and the end of the bridge in time. My God, there, there. Do you need anything more? He needs to make sacrifices at sacrifices each end of the bridge. Be made. Exactly. Sacrifices are always required for progress, goddammit. Human sacrifices? Poor Henry's already it's been watching about away. human sacrifice, does it? What sacrifice do you intend to make to bring this type of thing off? Tell me. Tawil al Umar. Is that the name of the devil? Sorry. Yes. Um, it, it says it. 
can greatly disrupt the true order of things. So you're wanting him to bring your husband back, but it may destroy reality. Oh, come now, you're, you're reading far too much into this, this crazy old journal. I'd like to look and see if I could find anything on the bookshelf by Master Versuvio. Library use? Library use. Ah, 88 is not going to do it. Apparently not. Apparently not. Very troubling. Well, very troubling. Well, definitely place to be. Look, it's been a, it's been a long night. I uh, I, I think we should get some get some rest, and uh, we have a we have a busy night ahead of us. Indeed. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, Susan, like can I escort you back to your room? Uh, that would be very kind. Thank you, sir. And she will go with you. Okay. I will go and rest. Because it seems that tonight's work is going to be busy. Then I will go and get my guns. And Oliver will make his way back to his room. Mr. Nichols, Mr. Bulworth. I'm taking my shotgun and my pistol, by the way, back to my room. Yep, me too. And in my room, my 30 out sixes are there as well. Nichols is feeling perhaps more desperate than anyone else about this. He'll... <clears throat> um risk putting on coffee and staying up in the library to see if there's any way to avert this calamity or else he intends to be there to stop it in the evening so he'll try to go through more of the library if he can find anything if only i read villain language here <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give you one more library use rule one more library loose use let's give her a shot Ah, 73. But let me see how far away that is. Spend all your luck. Spend exactly. all your luck. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, 33 luck. <laughs> That's quite a ways down. Ah, no, I think <clears throat> I think that's a bit too far with the upcoming calamity about to occur. I'll, uh, no, I don't know. He's desperate. I'll do it. What the heck? We'll find <laughs> something. We'll do it. He's desperate. I, I, this is the only way push, he can push, can push your role by staying up, you know, beyond oh. the limits of, uh, your natural ability. Why don't we do that then? Could I do that then by pushing my role when everyone else goes to get sensible rest? I simply stay awake. And, sure. uh, I'll what bet. would the consequences be? It's got to be more than just falling asleep during the uh, 
Yes. Penalty yeah. die to everything afterwards. That's okay. exactly what I was going to say. Yep. <laughs> penalty right, die we'll for the rest it. of the day. Oh, this is so worth it. This is so self-destructive. Okay. <laughs> to save the universe. Here we go. 29 success. Oh, oh I almost didn't want to make that one. Yeah, go ahead. You find one more book of some interest. Uh, it is in English, uh, but it's an older English. Uh, it is called Monsters and Their Kind. Mm. Spelled K-Y-N-D-E. Okay. It is kind of a thick, heavy tome, very dense. Make an English roll. Uh, English is the same as intelligence or edu. Where's the saying? Edu. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's a fail. Uh, it talks about monsters. There's some disturbing pictures. Okay. You you can kind of flip back and through it, back and forth through it for a while, but it's uh not really giving you a whole lot of information. And I think gotcha. that's a good place to end it for today. <laughs>